Welcome to Sports, 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 the International Super League of Sports, apparently. Coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations with me tonight are my co-hosts, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. And good evening for a second time. I think a bird just hit my window. And in the, <laughs> the man, and the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. I like that we're getting the bird talk in early. This yeah. is, yeah, this is good. True. Yeah, and, yeah, and in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, episode 187B. How are we? Uh, yeah. Feeling great. Um, but Are you, are you though? Such a liar. Well, are, yeah. are you though? <laughs> well, yeah, I guess that, you know, that's just kind of a Midwest nice thing to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, so this might be a shorter episode because uh, uh, since uh, 420 was this week, Snoop and I mm. partook of some, some drugs and are still kind of feeling the effects. So mm-hmm. um, true. Yeah. How, how are you feeling, Snoop? Uh, I feel uh, terrible to middling. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 I, yeah. Our, our, the, our drug of choice was our second shot of Moderna. Oh, and yeah. it Straight was uh, your mistake. But this time, this time, the dialysis place, they really had they had it all together. Were yeah. they on the bookshelf again? Uh, well, I was my, actually, I got my shot in a woman's yeah, office. Yeah. Real nice. Um, a doctor's and office. And she, uh, yeah, so <laughs> she's, she's just sitting at her desk trying to do her paperwork, and then I was getting injected right in front of her. Um, so when you went in, uh, Rowdy, were, were there just a bunch of syringes on the table, or on the desk, yes. on her desk? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, all they, laid out, yeah. They were all just laid out, yep. And she took all my my name and everything and then just was like, okay, here we go. And I just, I, I did stop them this time. And I was like, so am I going to get, like, any paperwork from this? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, D- totally, totally. Oh, sh- don't worry about For that. Sure. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what? It's us. It's the. Excuse me. Is this where I pick up my vaccine yeah, passport? Come on. I'm told I need one of those. It's the dialysis center bootleg vaccine place. Of course you're going to get yeah. all of that. <laughs> But yeah. Uh, so wh- they have a guy with a triangle just <laughs> flipping it around and spinning around that says vaccine standing <laughs> yeah. in front of the strip mall. Yeah. They had one of those blow up wiggle guys. <laughs> yeah. That's how I knew to go there. And it was cash. right by the Culver's. So it was Va- like, yeah. I was like, game on. Vaccines and for they cash. They also had some cars in the parking lot that were zero down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Buy here, pay here, vaccines. Yeah. No credit check. Yeah. Yeah, it, but it was a good experience. We got, and I don't know what what movie did, what movie were they showing in our? The, so they just kind of stuck us in a conference room mm-hmm. for fifteen uh, minutes to make sure we don't have like epileptic. Well, we fall out. Yeah, we don't have seizures. Yeah, yeah. it was a great question because I actually looked it up. I was like, what movie are we watching? It was FX, and the movie was Escape Room. I was going to say, it seemed like an escape room movie, so yeah. that's a good name for it. Yeah. Uh, there, was some, there was some swearing and violence, though, so I was glad I didn't bring the kids in this time to the, to the waiting room. But, um, yeah, but yeah overall, a, it was a good experience. I didn't, I didn't feel my shot at all. 
it was crazy. Like I've never had a shot that I like, I, I literally did not feel the needle go in. And I said that to the, to the nurse, I was like, wow, I did not even feel that. And she's like, yeah, most people don't when I do it. And also most people say that Humble their brag. arms don't hurt the next day. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to hold you to that. And guess what? I can lift my arm just fine. Uh, it's just that everything else hurts. <laughs> you, you must have had a you must have had a different lady than me because I definitely felt it and my arm was definitely sore. I was gonna ask uh, if it was the same person. Uh, I think she should she's gonna get a strongly worded email from me because my arm was killing me early. Oh too. man, early. Heather had the same nurse and she said her her she felt her shot as well. But it, mm-hmm. but she said it may have been because I had told her that I didn't feel my shot at all. So she was like trying to feel something i don't know it's all you know it's all it's all about your Mm -hmm. mindset you know which is really the focus of this podcast it's really it's a we have a mindset focused podcast but Mm -hmm. yeah it's true um, it's that it's that growth mindset it's that beginner's mindset yeah that's what we're all about here i got a tetanus shot once and the nurse he actually threw the syringe into my arm like a dart what why yeah I was like, I rolled up my sleeve and I was like looking at him and he just held the syringe and he just threw it into my arm and then pressed it. And I just went, damn, dude, that's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) I was like impressed. Just like, bang. And then he like pushed the plunger and I was like, wow. But then I couldn't raise my shoulder hurt for like two days after that. Yeah. Yeah. Really got in there. Shots always give me problems. Like they make me sore. Well, this one definitely gave me some problems. I woke up with fever. Uh, everything like hurt. after after you passed out from the shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after yeah, I passed they out, got you off the floor. And they resuscitated mm-hmm. you. You had a fever, an instant fever. <laughs> they, shock, they shocked you. They had to get the paddles out. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then I they took me into the room to let me finish uh, escape room, put, which was put excellent. you on the fainting couch. Can we hurry this up? I'm trying to catch the end of this story. <laughs> yeah. But how does it end? Yeah. My shows are on, so. Yeah. Yeah. But they did yeah, it. Uh, for a bootleg vaccine um, location, they did a pretty good job in and out pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hence the bootleg. It's yeah. about numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So I, how long before you guys can start licking doorknobs? Well, I don't know. I think it's what, like two weeks. Two from weeks. Now? Yeah. Two yeah. weeks. So, okay. um, but yeah, I I don't really want to bring this up because I am I kind of have a reputation in the local tough guy community. Um, sure. But I will say, this second shot, the first shot did not do much to me other than my arm hurting. And like mm-hmm. I said, this time everything else hurts, and uh, I've had a fever, chills. Sweating, you name it, hmm. headache. So, so what I'm hearing is this is a pretty low. T- at least for two thirds of this, of this podcast team, it's going to be a pretty low T episode. Yeah, we're going to have yeah. Reed carry us really through this yeah. whole thing. I get mine next week and next Tuesday, so we'll see. And I'm probably going to be on here just popping beers and have the highest tea out of anybody. Well, I know I won't be here for that. It'll probably make me super powered. <laughs> yeah, now, Reed, uh, while we were getting our COVID shots, you were doing something kind of weird, right? Oh, yeah. I spent the last couple of days uh, reinstalling 
pipe organ pipes in an organ at a uh, local theater here called the Paramount Theater in A-Town on Meridian Street, if you're familiar with A-Town. Many of your the, our listeners I know are uh, probably like at least five of the six are. I, I, yeah, uh, I was going to say four. Theater is. Looking at our numbers, I think we're up to eight. So I think it might have been four of eight. Might oh, be. nice. Oh, yeah. 50-50. Yeah. Well, naturally. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was pretty cool, man. Pipe organ. It was a 1929 pipe organ that was made for silent films. Hmm. Hmm. And so it had these like what they called like prop boxes or toy boxes that you hooked into the airlines and it had like a snare drum and a crash cymbal and a gong and a tom-tom and a xylophone and a police siren and whistles and chimes and a tambourine and a triangle so that the organist could make all the sounds that went along with the movie. Hmm. You'd have to know that movie pretty well. That that always fascinates me. Like, I, I don't know how you do that. Script, like a score uh, yeah, probably. script kind of thing. The irony is that this organ was never used for a silent film. Really? What? Yeah. Why? Just because never it came out in 29, so there I were talkies just, soon yeah, after they that? they never showed silent films at the Paramount once they had this organ put huh. in. So, but uh, it's it That was seems like cool kind experience. of a dumb purchase. Yeah, yeah well... Well, any, anything you bought in 1929 probably didn't turn out to be a great purchase, considering. Well, well that's true. Yeah. All, all things considered. Uh, the super cool thing about this whole experience was, and I think I've mentioned this on the pod, maybe on some of our other Zoom chats, but I'm pretty sure this was on the pod. If I talked to you about my, uh, my like fantasy situation of just walking around big buildings and opening doors. Yeah, just checking them yeah. all out. Th- that was accomplished on Monday. Oh, nice. Did you find Wait, anything cool? When they'd say, hey, say what down, can you run downstairs and grab some some tape? And I'm like, sure thing. But oh. I'm probably going to be gone about 10 to 15 minutes because there are a lot of doors in between here and there. <laughs> yeah, this is Reed's fantasy. Like, just, uh, what just was the... Just being able to open doors. Just, uh, yeah, like ha- going into a big mansion or castle and just getting to roam around and explore and just yeah. check out what's behind all the doors. I was in tunnels underneath the theater. I went up in the projection room and saw the old 70-millimeter projectors that actually have ventilation through the roof because hmm. they get so hot. I was backstage. I was down in these, like, what they call the pipe chambers that are like two-story rooms, but you have to crawl down a steel ladder to get into it. Oh, and you geez. have to walk on these walk boards between the pipes, and it's pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. it was pretty cool. Some of those pipes are enormous, like eight, nine, ten feet long. So hmm. what was your role in this? What were you, were you just lifting pipes? They, Is that they what's had happening? Empty he's, a lo- the, he's a local tough guy, so he's yeah. probably... Yeah. I'm a local badass, so I'm at the top of most lists for cool things that need to be done around yeah. town. Yeah, lifting and moving. Uh, right. But yeah, basically all I did was open up wooden crates full of organ pipes and carry them down the balcony steps and kneel down and stick my head in this hole and hand them into the organ pipe chamber. Hmm. I'm pretty sure I did like 80 flights of stairs that day. Nice, nice. You really got it in. Uh, Hey, you don't skip leg day, all right? (laughs) No. You just don't do it. No. Uh, Reed, I've got some some pipe organ trivia for you. Mm. Great. So hit me. I love this. Hit me. I do. I did learn some things. All right. Well, we'll see. Okay. So first of all, what 
decade was the first organ used in baseball. Ooh, that's a good question. 1890. No way. Too early. What do you think? What do you think, Snoop? Uh, 1921. Nope. It's later than you think. It's 1941. That's what I said. You said 20. You said 21. No, it was a... war? It was a verbal typo. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, so Snoop won that one. My finger slipped. Was this some kind of war morale thing? Um, I don't know. Uh, well, let me ask you this. What mm-hmm. team do you think was the first to introduce an organ? Chicago. Yep. Cubs. That is correct. So, yeah, oh, nice. in, uh, in April of 1941, the Cubs became the first team to have organ music at their ball game. Um, but the organ player had to stop playing at 2.30 because the... It was a dentist's uh, favorite time. Well, because the... Uh, he had to, so that's like a half hour before game time, and he, some of the songs that he was playing were um, had swear words. No, they were uh, restricted. They said his repertoire included m- many restricted ASCAP arias, which would have been picked mm. up by the radio microphones hooked up a half hour before game time. So yeah, it was a it was a uh, uh, IP issue. Interesting. And, uh, Even so, back then. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of, yeah. And then he also was apparently working on a Cubs theme song, which never actually materialized, called When the Midnight Choo Choo Leaves for T U L S A. <laughs> which I don't know what Tulsa has Why? to do with the Chicago Cubs. Uh, no idea. That uh, song was also it, called AKA Who Cares. It, sound, it <laughs> sounds like this was just kind of like the organist was just like I I don't know I like I like this I like this song or maybe he had right. this song because the very next sentence in the newspaper article is those who can think of a better title for a theme song are requested to send their suggestions to General Manager James T Gallagher Wrigley Field Chicago. <laughs> That's a so yeah, the Chicago it's Tribune. Yeah, the Chicago Tribune is like yeah. Okay, Ray, uh, we're gonna we're gonna put this to a fan vote because this yeah. is nobody wants to hear about the midnight choo choo leaving for TULSA. I, I wonder if that was actually uh, like a paraphrased response from Ray when they're like, wait, the Tribune's like, right, interviewing him and he's like, well, wait, the Tribune says, what now? What's the name of the song? What, what does Tulsa have to do with this? Say and Ray's, Ray's like, hey, man, you got a better idea? I want to hear it. And they're like, okay, well, I will put that Tulsa down in is, the article. Tulsa is on Route 66, I believe, which hmm. begins or terminates, whichever way you're traveling, in Chicago. Oh, hmm. okay. Well, that may be. So there was, a, there was a song called When the Midnight Choo Choo Leaves for Alabama, or Alabama, I guess. That mm. was written in uh, 1912. Why are they saying choo choo? Because they're kids' team. Only kids like the Cubs. Yeah, it's all written for six years. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's an Irving. Yeah, it's an Irving Berlin song from 1912. When the midnight choo choo leaves for Alabama. Yeah, I don't know why they called him a choo choo. Oh. Just another reason not to like the Cubs. It's just grown adults talking about trains and calling them choo choo. Yep. Totally yep. normal stuff. Totally normal. Just like this podcast, we're 16 minutes in, you guys. Got any, you got, you you know got any more trivia or what? Is that it? 
Uh, yeah, that's I it. I thought we were going to talk about organ parts or something. Hmm. Oh, what what did you learn? What was the most interesting organ well, fact every, that you learned? Every pipe has... Did you know that organ pipes have reeds? Hmm. And Again. so every pipe has a boot that the reed is inside, which is like a conical metal piece. And it goes through a hole in a board that keeps it upright and then there's a second board underneath it about four inches that it sets on and that's how the air gets in it hmm so it has a reed and the in the boot and the boot connects to the actual pipe and the pipes are just galvanized stove pipe unless you'd have flute pipes flute pipes are made of wood like the flute sound hmm. so every sound has its own set of pipes so you have like sousaphone tuba flute uh, what chorus, changes? So what changes? One. The pipe is. Does the pipe dictate more of the sound, or is it the reed? Yeah. Well, every note has its own pipe, and every pipe has a reed, and there are these mm -hmm. wires that you push up and down on the boot of each pipe, and that presses against the reed, and that's how you tune it. Hmm. So you pull it out, makes it flatter. Pushing it in makes it sharper. Hmm. I mm. think is how it works. Well, it's like they say, yeah, you can tune an organ, but you can't tune a fish. That's correct. <laughs> that's <right>. <laughs> well, <laughs> in other news, there was snow thunder today in Anderson. <laughs> oh, wow. See? It was like it was like half hail, half snow sleet. <laughs> this is Rowdy's nightmare. thundering and lightning. We're talking about the weather. This is Rowdy's nightmare. From organs to weather. I mean, it 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 was weird. The the through the one window I could see out of while I was miserable laying in bed today. Uh, it, it, I, I did see it snowing some you big flakes. But yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> drinking my Gatorade and eating my Ritz crackers. Mm. So pretty normal oh. day. No, I was gonna say that doesn't <laughs> yeah. sound too out of the ordinary. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get those electrolytes, yeah. The sports drink might be a little out of the ordinary, but the Ritz crackers certainly not. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty unbranded. Hey, you guys want to talk about sports? Hey, you guys got any sports drinks? Oh, uh, hey, sure. Hey, yeah. Rowdy, how about some sports? Hey. Huh? How sports? about some sports? <laughs> huh? Let's do it. All right. Uh, how about it? Uh, first headline. It just says Super League. I gotta say, the, those two words together make me very curious because I have no idea where this story's well, going. Well, get ready to be less curious because this is about European football. Oh, okay. Well, next headline. So there were <laughs> what do we got? Twelve teams here. Twelve of the world's Snoop. biggest teams. Yep. Snoop, you know about this too, so jump in any time. But I got a quick list here of the teams that are involved in the Super League. So basically, Rowdy, what the Super League is is it's a, it's a, uh, twelve teams were cooperating to create another league in which they would play themselves midweek, so as not to interfere with the Premier League or the. Uh, uh, what is Serie it? A, uh, yeah. Bundesliga Bundesliga wasn't in it. Yeah. Oh yeah, there are no German teams in here. There's anyway, no German. Here are the teams. No, no German, Real no Madrid, French teams. Barcelona, Manchester City, Chelsea, Manchester United, Liverpool, Arsenal, Arsenal, Tottenham, uh, Atletico Madrid, Inter Milan, AC Milan, and Juventus. You, I think that's how you say it. Juventus. Juventus. Uh, Juventus were mm -hmm. the um, 
12 teams. So basically, here's what I got. Snoop, correct me if mm -hmm. I'm wrong, but this is, this is how I'm framing it in my American mind. These 12 rich-ass teams, the 12, mm -hmm. some of the 12 largest teams in the world, if not the 12 most uh, uh, expensive or valuable teams in the world, decided they're going to all create another league in which mm -hmm. they're going to play midweek to not mm -hmm. interrupt the other schedule so they can make even more money because they think they lost too much money during the pandemic. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if that pandemic part is right, but everything else I would say is, is spot on. Yeah, this is, is absolutely a money grab. Now, a couple things have changed recently. The Very champion American. This is an yes. American move. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the owner of Manchester United is uh, is uh, an, is a United States. I think several Joel of these Glazer. owners yeah. are American, and that yeah. was part of the problem. So, and, and they don't necessarily love um, relegation either because these 12 teams would not be able to be relegated. Now, there's going to be, I think the plan was to get up to 20 teams. There was going to be an additional three that would be announced, and then there, there, there would be five rotating spots that teams could then, uh, could then qualify for. Uh, yeah, but it was it was essentially a money grab. They were going to pay each team uh, four hundred million dollars to uh, join the league. So that's more than let's say uh, I read two hundred and forty million dollars is what Liverpool made for the Premier League, England Premier League. So this was quite a bit more money. And yeah, they were going to play midweek. Part of the change that was happening was the um, uh, Champions League has is going to expand, yeah. I think, from 24 teams to 32 teams, which means all of these like these top tier teams, these big names, it would be even longer for them to play each other. So they just figured, hey, why don't we just break off and play each other every week, every Wednesday? Yeah. So they all just have to play more games now, basically. Yep. What, they, what, how this has been described by some is that this is a coup in European football, like a, almost like a takeover just to make more money. I yep. like that you use that European word with the silent P. Mm -hmm. uh, you're welcome mm -hmm. for that. Thanks for noticing that. Also, Amazon came out against it, saying huh? that they didn't like this. Wait, Amazon? And I'm thinking, why did Amazon come out against this? Why is Amazon making a statement? Oh, I didn't realize it. Amazon owns broadcasting rights for many of these teams. Surprise, um, surprise. So therefore, they didn't want somebody else covering their teams on TV. Also, just about every major football fan in the world seemed to come out against this. It did not seem to go over well with anyone, particularly... Why don't they want to watch more Europe. soccer? Well, because it was going to screw up their... Uh, home leagues, and mm -hmm. I think there was potential. We should have really had uh, Radio Cure Nate on here tonight. There was potential for um, these other teams getting disqualified from their tournaments and everything. Yes. So UEFA is concerned about his team Chelsea not make not being able to continue in the tournament. Yeah, UEFA came out and said that any team that's involved in the Super League will not be able to play in the Champions League. And FIFA, which is the governing body over international play, said that anybody, any player 
participating in the, in the league would be prohibited from taking part in any international competition, including the World Cup. Oh, including the World Cup. Wow. Yes. So they that came in. So the crazy thing about this, this whole timeline, I, it had been stirring for a while, but in the past few months, all of these teams have started having closed-door meetings. France already said they were out. And Europe and Germany said they would they wouldn't send anybody, but they announced it. They actually it started rumors started over the weekend. It was announced uh, on Sunday, and by Tuesday the whole thing has been shut down. They said it was a mistake. <laughs> they built a website it. and everything. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to pursue it. Man City huh. apologized. Uh, the owner Joel Glazer apologized and said he. He read, the, um, he, he read the room wrong, said he didn't understand the, the deep-rooted traditions in European soccer and what this would do to overcome it. Liverpool came out and basically said the same thing. Uh, I think their owner is the guy, uh, what's his name, John Henry? Yeah. Yeah, from, that's right. From Boston, yeah, and said, again, he, he, he didn't realize that this was going to be an issue, and he was re- alone was responsible for making this decision. Hmm. And then Barcelona, on part owner of like Man U or Man City or something. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't think know. he is. And then, well, he's not even the most exciting soccer uh, owner, if that's the case. No, because that. So what you're telling me is there are two former fascist powers and the largest colonial power in the world that were part of this. Um, <laughs> part of this uh, Super League and all it took was two days to settle their differences? Well, no. There's two days of backlash that said, hey, go ahead and do that. We're just not going to allow you into these other money-making schemes. So somebody just put a couple numbers into an Excel spreadsheet and hit equals sum and realized that they were going to lose money on this thing and said, okay, well, our bad. And and you're not going to get any players. Well, I don't know. You might get some players, but a lot of players won't play if they can't also play in the World Cup. So they're not going to sign with your club if they can't if they can't play in the World Cup. So yeah, so it's or just if they get hurt playing around on Wednesday and they can't play in their regular leagues. Yeah. Yep. So it it all so went American. down. It, it all went down to me. A huge, huge, huge blaze of glory. It it all happened within days. Like, oh my That's gosh, hilarious. Just, l- listen to this. There could be, I mean, it would be huge if it could happen, right? And a lot yeah, of these teams be already. Super. It would be a super league. It would be so <laughs> yeah. cool. Uh, here's here's what they should have done. Oh, here's here here's what here here's what would have I think helped relieve some of the issues if they're calling it the super league all Mm. these teams don't don't go in and play your weekday games for the super league as real madrid or whatever come up with a cool you know like superhero inspired Mm -hmm. name Mm -hmm. or like you know the legion of doom or something like that like the francos yeah Mussolini's. well okay those are those are you know some of my favorite superheroes for sure, <laughs> but um, yeah no I think like yeah. just go with it and 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 every player has alter egos they could wear like they could like paint on, like 
superhero masks, mm -hmm. just like over there. You know, football players put face paint on anyway, so they just put, you know, do the little like uh, Batman and Robin type, like Robin masks, um, and embrace the whole alter ego thing. And then, then you've got kind of a fun. It's kind of like the, uh, it's the soccer equivalent of Chris Gaines and Garth Brooks. Oh, yeah. my. Where Chris Gaines is like the superhero version of When universes Garth collide. So, I don't know. That's just, if they had brought me on, on like the 18th, maybe I could have helped them out. But, yeah. but see, I, I think this is the difference, Rowdy. I think soccer, uh, European football, is certainly more popular than religion in Europe. And I just don't think that we quite understand what it is being Americans, like what football is for people in Europe. Well, I think that the problem is they take it too seriously. And mm. so that's oh, why yeah. and that and that's why I think divorce diversify your portfolios, Euros. Th think about how worked up these Europeans are getting every weekend watching their teams play. And now they're like, oh my gosh, now you're gonna disrupt the middle of my week but if you replace if you if you take away all that seriousness and you do make it just a you know start working in like um you know comic book inspired almost like wwe scripts for the players um so kayfabe just go full kayfabe yeah exactly mm. make it fun make soccer fun again if it's ever been fun so uh Apparently, the, uh, what shut this whole thing down was all the Premier League teams backed out. Man City, Man right. United, Liverpool, Arsenal, and Tottenham all pulled out on Tuesday. And then Madrid and Inter. Somebody, somebody pull, has it. There's out. a couple teams that haven't even made a statement yet, I Barth think. Barcelona said that somebody, uh, that uh, because UEFA put on a show, it was like we let off an atomic bomb. Uh, but I, I agree with you, Rowdy. I think you're onto something. I think they could probably rebrand. They could probably go with like League of Extraordinary Football Clubs. Oh, keep they, keep keep Super League. Super League's good. I think they. You think, I so? think They're good with that. Yeah, I think the name is good. They should just have. To I don't know. Games. See, I, yeah. The name I, got I, the name got me excited. I think the I, but you don't think League of Extraordinary Football Clubs will get you excited? No, because then right from football. the get go. I, I know, if, yeah, you've said football, and then I'm like, uh, I'm going to turn my uh, brain okay. off. You know okay. what I mean? That seems fair. Mm -hmm. uh, you need that spoonful of sugar to help the medicine go down. Are you guys hearing my wife um, use the use the kitchen in the background? It's going to be a good touch. No. At least my at least my computer stopped humming. Um, <laughs> it's not one thing, it's another. It's, yeah, exactly. Hey, man, it's, a, it's like a carnival over here. Uh, <laughs> but I do think they need to wear capes. Either capes or masks or capes and masks, something. Capes could to, work because they're not doing a lot of hand stuff anyway in soccer. They should no, they shouldn't be doing any hand stuff. But yeah, <laughs> you guys are using the, these hands. Kind of the whole thing. Goalie or they're throwing it in. Yeah. Yeah. The goalies <laughs> yeah. get like uh, Iron Man type suits. Oh, you play soccer? What kind of hand stuff do you do? Not a lot. Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, think about it. In if this is the other thing, if you let if you let soccer as it exists now go unchecked, you know, for another you know million million years, you're going to have a whole 
almost like subspecies of humans with no arms. Are we going to future like history? The t yeah, T-Rexification yeah. of soccer players where yeah. they won't need those years. arms and they're going to they're going to have the little, you know, nubs. Maybe a couple fingers. So are you like saying like a experiment experiment yeah. a million years more future when at best we have 200. Yeah. <laughs> 200 million? No, 200 years. Yeah. Mm. What else we got? Be living in caves. Do we have Do we have anything else? Do we have anything else with this? Are we done? I mean, we're still talking here. Yeah. We're talking science now. Okay. I mean, maybe maybe that's what they do for Super League. Maybe Super League lets you use your hands. You see uh, a that whole different side of these. You see a whole different side of these players than you've ever seen before. Yeah. I don't know what they'd be. If it'd be like 50. volleyball type moves or like. I feel like they'd have to not catch. You couldn't catch the ball. I think you'd have to use your arm as... It'd be basically volleyball. Like, you could spike or... What's the other thing? Volley. I should stop moving my hands like this. Yeah. Yes. You should. It's a a set or a volley. I I thought the most interesting thing about this is it was a... A bump. A bump. Yeah, there you go. Is it was a completely American capitalist move... But it was completely European in that it was like, mm, we're going to handle this in about 50 hours. You know, we're not going to we're not going to milk this thing, even though we know it's impossible. We're going to if this were in the United States and it was an NBA Super League, we'd be talking about this for a year and making all kinds of speculative money on it. But in Europe, they're just like, mm, no, we're just going to snuff this out. Right it's their now. loss. Well, I think it, yeah, I think a lot of that had to do with the structure, the structure of football over there, and the, that's just the structure of um, sports in general, because so many of their leagues play each other, which is different than here. We are only playing within our own, our own um, infrastructure, our own, our own yeah, leagues. Yeah, we don't need to play anybody else because whoever wins our leagues is the world champion. World champions, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so we don't. They have to play nice along each other, but then they also have to have a governing body that somehow controls all of those things. So you have UEFA to say, we have some say in what happens in Germany, France, England, Spain, Italy, and well, so. Well, if we know if we know anything, UEFA and FIFA are top-notch, above-board organizations. Absolutely, yes. Abru- <laughs> above reproach. Uh, that, yes. above Certainly above reproach, but yeah. yeah. So. Mm, don't pull back the curtain. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, We're just going to build 12 open-air, air-conditioned stadiums in Qatar. Don't yeah. worry about this. This is all fine, right, <laughs> Seth? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so I think that has something to do with it. Is I guess the closest thing we would have would be the NCAA. If if college football decided to break off and say we're going to take the best teams, we're going to take the biggest draw, we're going to take USC, Texas, mm. Alabama, you know, pull them from Michigan, Ohio State. So it'd be like the teams themselves deciding this, breaking right. away. Which yes, there has been a conversation about this. Hmm. Yeah, and that's that's why. You know, the first time that teams tried to do this, 
uh, I think it was the Oklahoma Board of Regents versus the NCAA back in the 80s when they were fighting over television rights. Because the NCAA said you could only show one live football game per week. And you can only show up once per year. So, like, all those old games were just on reruns. Yep. But then uh, teams took it, took the NCAA to court when, when the I think it was the Big Ten, or the, uh, what would they be at the time? Not the Big 12, the Big 8. Took Big the eight. NCAA, yeah, took them to, took them to court um, because they negotiated with ABC. I think it was ABC. I don't think it was CBS that... To, to air all their games. And that is what started to break it up, break up all of the um, all of the NCAA and their regulations around teams. To say if you if you do this, if you show up, if you show live games more than once per year, then you can't go to any of our bowls. And they just said, "All right, well, we'll see you in court." And they took it all the way to the Supreme Court. And that's why the, the college football. One of the reasons why it's so big now is because it allowed the teams and the con- it allowed the conferences to negotiate their own TV rights outside of the NCAA. So I think that's the closest thing we have to what we're talking about in European football. And so yeah, maybe they w- maybe these teams will break apart, break off of their own conference, and build a super conference. I kind of would like to see it happen. Maybe they'll pay the players, too. That'd be cool. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Student student, athletes. Student athletes. Yes. Right. At that point, any any facade of these kids and and their academic pursuits is gone, right? Yeah, they're going to have to start giving football players tenure at that rate. (laughs) Because <laughs> they're employees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is a ten you're a ten year track fullback. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right, what else? Fullback. Uh, full fullback. Are we still doing is, this? You gotta do a couple years more. Hey man, it's recording? up to you. How are you feeling? Uh, let's go. Let's let's just push through. Let's keep going. All right, next yeah. headline just says Raiders being get- Raiders. I can only get more salty, right? <laughs> All right, let's do it. Yep, get that's more salty. Right. The Here Raiders we go. are being Raiders. Um, <laughs> as most everyone that's living and breathing, at least in the United States, uh, saw yesterday, Derek Chauvin was uh, convicted on three counts of murder uh, for murdering George Floyd live on film. And the Raiders promptly tweeted out a black background with white block letters. Sans serif, if I do believe correctly uh, there, Rowdy. Um, I can breathe Mm -hmm. with the Raiders symbol. Mm -hmm. It's still up. And yeah, (laughs) it is still up. The Raiders are still absolutely clueless. Um, you know, I really would have liked to have heard uh, Marshawn Lynch or somebody respond to this. I have not seen a whole lot of player response to this. I've seen a lot of public response to this in seemingly disbelief that they even put it out and even more disbelief, like you mentioned, Rowdy, that it is still up 48 hours or, what, 24 hours later. But, um, yeah, I mean... 
Well, there's two things that came along with this. Not only is it an absolute poor taste, but it's put up put up by a man, or at least he took full responsibility for it, who just probably personifies poor taste. Mark Davis. I mean, we've all. Uh, Rowdy, yeah. he's the if you don't know who we're guy, talking right? about, the haircut guy, exactly. Okay. His, yes, uh, I just looked him up. What's the deal? I look him up, and, and all of a sudden, all these photos, he's wearing hats. Come on, he's a lizard yeah. person. If there are real lizard people, yeah. he is definitely a lizard person. He doesn't. Yeah, yeah he doesn't you seem think like he's a had real chemical human, peels. Look at that face. Does that face yeah. not look like a face that's had chemical peels? Uh, do you need chemical peels in Las Vegas? Or Can't just you just a, use the sun? A burn victim. Well, he spent a lot of yeah. time in Oakland. Yeah. But he came out with a tweet and said, that's my tweet. That was me. I don't want anyone in the organization taking heat. I take full responsibility for that. But what else came out was yeah. that uh, George Floyd's brother, Thelonious Floyd, Thelonious. released a statement. Yeah. Released a statement saying that he... Uh, he is extending his deep. He said, "I'd like to extend our deepest gratitude to the Las Vegas Raiders organization and its leadership for their support of our family and for the nation's ongoing pursuit of justice and equality for all." Hmm. So he came out supporting it, which I'm right. shocked about. I guess, yeah, well, we can it, still be. In a- essence, that's the play. I mean, it it it's the intention. I mean, it's poor execution, but I don't think it was. It was uh, had a um, negative intention, a deceitful intention. It was just kind of absolutely tone deaf in terms of their attempt to be supportive. I think so. Right, right. Maybe if you're the Floyd family, you just can't. You know, you take all the, um, you know, uh, support you can you can get at this point. I don't know. Yeah. But I just cringed when I saw it, and I thought, of course, of all franchises, it's perfect for the Raiders. It's, yeah. I mean, it's a literal black hole. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just like, dude, oh, man. Yeah. Well, he said he also didn't know about the, apparently he also didn't know about the I can't breathe the Eric uh, Garner shirts? Yeah, stuff around Eric Garner. So, yeah. Yeah, why would so a billionaire said, from Oakland know about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so he said, I, uh, I learned, I learned me, something. Well, hold on. Let's set the record straight. He's an 800 millionaire. Okay. First off. So he's 200 million he's short got, of a billion. He's 199 more he can make before he can't make any more money in my book. But okay, nonetheless. He'd only be a 600 millionaire if he, if he wasted his money on professional haircuts. Yeah. So. yeah. Professional he's haircuts doing something right. means a Tupperware bowl on the top of the head and trim around. Yeah. Yeah, but he said after he, he said he didn't know about the I can't breathe uh Phrase uh, from Eric from that makes it worse. when Eric Garner was killed. So he said, "I learned something. I have to do a little more research into that so I can speak coherently on that aspect." Uh, he said, uh, "I wasn't watching the Talking Heads. I was listening to the family, and I was trying to take my lead from them. But if mm-hmm. that's the I can't breathe shirts or what the cops are wearing, then it really is a bad statement. Because yeah, the police were wearing yeah I can breathe shirts back." When Eric Garner was, when I can't breathe became the. 
the phrase. So I'm not right really, because I, from I'm, the, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm not really boned up on what the pores think about all of this currently, but I thought it was a pretty good tweet. That's basically what That's that what, statement was. Well, no, no, he. I mean, he came out and said he was if he offended the family that he's that he's sorry and he's disappointed. So I don't think he just that he was trying to say everything I did was fine. He said I took. He was saying he took it from George Floyd's brother, who said today I can breathe. So he kind of paraphrased that. Now, obviously, yeah, he doesn't know what's going on. He just forgot the quotation uh, marks. That would have helped. Right. Visually, that yeah. would have helped. That that would have meant something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But he was also the first to come out uh, in support of Black Lives Matter as well. Yeah, no. I mean, Al Davis. Al Davis. I'm going to give this. I'm going to give this freak the benefit of the doubt. No, that's true. I mean, the Davis family has always kind of been on the right side of these problems. If, I mean, it's true. I mean, Al Davis broke off from the NFL. Right. I'm not going to. You, Roddy, you said you're going to give him to the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I'm not because Mark. Because he's such a weirdo. Yes. (laughs) Yes. He is a weirdo, man. Yeah, I think he is just that out of touch sometimes, where he's like, "Oh, I had no clue." All he's, people but that it is money I'm, are out of touch. That's true. Do, do you picture him? So I, when do I, I see this Mark guy, I, I, I picture I picture Mark Davis living in a house like Francis in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, for sure. With yeah. like the giant pool with all the toys in it, and just like living, living like a, just a giant. Man child. But he still eats TV dinners and drinks RC Cola. Yeah. Yeah. And drives his town and country. Yeah. From 1998. Yeah. 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 You know what? I've seen some photos of him where he grows his hair out. He's not a bad looking guy. For a lizard. It's just that that hair. hair, I mean, I don't know. That's a weird take. (laughs) That's a weird take. I think he. I think he's cute. (laughs) That's that's. That's hey, where man, I'm planting my flag. Each their own. Everybody needs loving. Yeah. Yeah, he is a he's a weird fella. He's an odd duck. Well, his dad was an odd duck. Yeah, so I was I gonna guess. say this guy. This guy didn't have a shot. I mean, look at no. his dad. Why? Tell me some stories about his Al dad. Al Davis, the Crypt Keeper. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I, mean, I know I've Google imaged him before. We've talked about Al Davis. Uh, oh oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. Okay that's, yes. See, that's the, oh that's my. Dad. So. You know, I mean, just everybody win, knows baby. people that you see their kids and think, you don't have a shot. Yeah. All right, what else we got? Are we done? We still doing this? Um, uh, we got some Brett Favre drama. All right, go for it. That was reported to us by Big City Adam. Oh, yeah, he's uh, a welfare king. So Brett, Brett Favre, uh, he is repaying money from Mississippi's welfare system uh, 1.1 million dollars that's got to be 60 like, percent of Mississippi's whole budget <laughs> now mm-hmm. he he received this money for three speeches which apparently he did not here we go give here we go back uh, so that he, he received he received payments of five hundred thousand dollars in December 2017 and six hundred thousand dollars in June 2018 for three speeches from the Mississippi Community Education Center and the uh, 
when those dates were reviewed, auditors were not able to determine that uh, Brett Favre spoke or even was present for those events, um, which also, they said, uh, adding that the amount was unreasonable, which I would say, yes, $1.1 million for three speeches? That's insane. You know, There's Now, Favre says he did not know. So so what, what Brett Favre claims he didn't know was that this $1.1 million actually came from uh, the uh, Mississippi uh, uh, welfare system. And so the, uh, the money was sort of used in some pretty odd ways. So this was just one of the, uh, uh, one of the things that is being flagged by the auditors. You know, Hall of Famer Brett Favre seen a lot of playbooks in his life. No doubt about it. Played for a couple teams, played for a long time. He's seen a lot of playbooks, but I would have never fathomed that he would have used the playbook from the Clinton, uh, mm. what do you call it, the Clinton Foundation. Money mm -hmm. laundering? Yeah, I mean, these $500,000 speeches are washing machines. Hello? Yeah, yeah that is, uh, it is, it is a little fishy, but yeah, he, he's like, you know, I've got a, I have, I, I'm from Mississippi. I have a uh, I have a charity that's raised like 19 million dollars for Mississippi. So I would not have knowingly taken this money from uh, the people of Mississippi. So uh, yeah. So he's he is. Uh, Where did he think it came from? Uh well, I, I mean that's my biggest question. You're just like, getting a 500 thousand dollar deposit. You got no questions. Well, you're getting you're getting the money, but like I. I'm wondering if you're Brett Favre, wouldn't you be curious to know, like, hey, wait, why did I get 1.1 million dollars for these speeches that I didn't actually give? Right. Mm -hmm. Oh well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess huh, if someone just that's gave weird. Me, huh. Definitely won't look into that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I guess it's like when you know you go through the drive-through at McDonald's and they give you a third hamburger for free. Uh, mm -hmm. You just don't question That's it. That's what it is. No. Oh, an extra 500 G's in here? Cool. Well, yeah. Let's do this. Must have been a must be a rounding error. Yeah, yeah I did. I didn't give the speeches, but uh, it's the thought that counts. That's right. What do you think his speeches would have been? Because I don't. Brett By Wrangler. Strike me yeah. as a, a man of letters. Ma yes. <laughs> I guess you could say that. Yeah. Uh, probably about Wrangler jeans. Yeah, I mean, looking uh, at Favre's, just his statistically how he played and the amount of interceptions he threw, I can't see his speeches being much more than, oh, hell, give it a shot. Sometimes you make it, sometimes you don't. 50-50. Yeah. Gunslinger. Yeah. It's probably that a lot. Probably a lot of guns in your talk. It. What's the worst that can happen? You just mm -hmm. find $500,000 in your checking account one day. Mm -hmm. Now, does he live in Mississippi now? He does. Yeah, yeah. he coaches. He lives in Hattiesburg. He coaches down there, doesn't he? Uh, I don't know if he coaches, but yes, he go he lives in um, Hattiesburg. So wait, where your in-laws live? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So My you, brother-in-law graduated. You could hmm? act, you could bump into him sometime when you're down there. I don't think we run in the same circles or frequent the same um, Papa Murphy's same 
Yeah, we don't. <laughs> yes, I don't. I don't think we he frequent the, other the same stores across town. Yeah, yeah. He goes no. to the one. Of, he goes to the run of, one across the bay. Yeah, with the well, toll. Well, across, across the causeway. Yeah. <laughs> with the, the toll road. He goes. He goes to the gated Papa Murphy's. Yeah. <laughs> the call ahead Papa my, Murphy's. They they actually cook the pizza for you right. there. Yeah, but my brother-in-law graduated with his daughter from high school. Yeah. Why didn't he ask her out? Maybe he did. We don't. Know I don't that know that he, he did. didn't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're making a lot of assumptions yeah, here, buddy. That well, that's a lot of that's a lot of projecting. Man. Uh, yeah. Well, I was probably, thinking about probably because you know, she's maybe she asked him out and he yeah. turned her down. Well, that could be. That could be. Um, I mean, it's the South, so I doubt it. No offense, the South. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's, uh, let's not blanket the whole South with Mississippi, but yes, I, uh, I, I hear you. Now, here's right because uh, I was thinking so about sending Corey Thank correspondent. Mississippi. I was thinking we should send Corey correspondent to get down there and get to the oh, bottom of this yeah. because there's a lot more to this story than what we're what what Brett Favre is saying for sure. Absolutely. So, but to the laundry we bag. don't we don't have to send Corey because Snoop can do it. That's true. What is it? What is it with these athletes and uh, them taking like huge amounts of money from the uh, from, from from their the states? states? Yeah. Yeah. Taxpayer because, money. Because uh, mm-hmm. they already played in buildings built by taxpayer money. I just mm-hmm. can't imagine the. Uh, I I cannot imagine thinking so highly of myself that anything that I would say would be worth $1.1 million. It's not, Rowdy, and it's not about that. It's just about standing up there, talking for 50 minutes so that you can launder $500,000 from all the people that want to give you illegal money in the crowd. Mm. That's all Mm. it is. And I was just looking this up. Kurt Schilling secured a $75 million loan guarantee from uh, Rhode Island for his 38 Studios, which was that Oh, yeah, that was, his game, that was his gaming deal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Farb's $1.1 million. Well, his $1.1 million is like uh, just a drop in the bucket compared to what some of these other folks yeah, have done. but what was that guy's name? Kurt Schilling. Kurt Schilling. He was at least making an actual video game. Was he, though? Which is not cheap. No, uh, he I mean, he's, he seemed to be pretty... Okay. He hired a lot of people to make a video game. Uh-huh. Kingdoms so of Amalur. Yeah, he seemed to be pretty... In, when I dug into that story, he seemed to be pretty involved in it. So I, I gotta say... Uh, it's worth I, it. I, I, I think Kurt... <laughs> what is his name? Kurt Schilling. <laughs> yeah. Kurt Schilling uh, mm-hmm. deserved that money more than the uh, imaginary speech money that Brett Favre got. Do you think that he brought in $75 million of economic development with this one? Game? Oh, no, he definitely didn't because oh, yeah. the entire <laughs> yeah. thing was a f- He changed people's lives with that. Yeah, the entire thing was a failure. Um, mm-hmm. and he lost all yeah, of his he, money. He lost, he lost like all, all... Yeah, he lost everything on that. So yeah. what's Brett Favre lost? Nothing. So Not his Wrangler jeans. Not a thing. Yeah, so 
question. Would you rather be Joe Montana and be uh, hawking um, Skechers walking shoes, or would you rather be Brett Favre selling Wrangler jeans? Um, hmm. I feel like I'd just <laughs> rather be Joe Montana in general. Seems like a nice guy. Yeah. And no way, dude, he's like seven Irish. years old and has like two four-year-olds. I don't know about that. Yeah, that's... He did that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, friend, you played your, played your hand all wrong. But I'm with you. I think I'd rather be Joe Montana than Brett Favre. Well, with them white sketchers? Okay. Let's not forget about text message pictures. That's true, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and when you're when you're Joe Montana's age, those comfy shoes are, I mean, com- comfort is king. I mean, I'm mm. I'm almost forty, and I I gotta say, I can I can respect that. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, found if out, your feet are if your feet aren't comfortable, you aren't comfortable. Right. That's feet just, are foundational. He's sixty four. They are found. They are foundational. Thank you, Reed, for that insight. You're welcome. <laughs> feet are fundamental. Uh huh. Well, let's see. Oh, personal life. Here we go. I'm looking to see how many kids he's got here. I'm pretty sure he has, a, uh, like a young set of twins or something. Or oh boy. I know that. Um, who was the catcher for the Big Red Machine? Joe Morgan. No. No, sorry, Johnny Bench. Johnny Bench. He has young kids too. Yeah. So does. Uh, Oh, I just forgot his name. Um, you? Baker. Dusty Dusty Baker has a bunch of young kids, oh, too. Oh, really? And he's like oh. 70. Yeah. What are these guys doing? Mick Jagger. I yeah. mean, oh, Kenny yeah. Rogers. I mean, what are you, what are you guys mm. doing? <laughs> I don't get it. It's true. No. Yeah. No, I, let I, us, I, before you make these decisions, let us plan your family. Yeah. Let mm-hmm. us plan your Super League. Just let us plan your Space Jam 2 yep. script. Move on over. Let us slide We could have some... We can we can generate better ideas in the space of an hour than mm-hmm. your think tanks. Oh, um, for sure. And it's all that growth... It's all about growth mindset. Yeah. Hashtag <laughs> solutions only. Yeah. Yeah. We Hashtag fail. We fail. Only. We may fail, but we fail forward. We just work harder. Fail forward. Fail fast. Yep. Bootstrapped it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. That's it. We did it. We did sports. I can't take this anymore. Yeah. We really <laughs> like, bootstrapped this episode. We sure did. Sure. You guys. As always, I want to thank the ministers. Um, <laughs> mine is for sure. Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner Brandon Casburn, Food Editor Dennis Chu, and the Honorary Ball Boy this week is. Ball Woman, sent to us by Superfan yes. from Colorful Colorado, Sean, Ch- Sean Chadwell. Hope. Trout wine. I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. Rowdy, as our oh, yeah. German scholar, we got a T R A U T W E I N. Trout wine. Yep. That's From trout North wine. North Texas, Rowdy. North Texas is the what? Worst place on earth. Green wave. <laughs> Close. Okay. But, uh, she's, oh no. She's a mean green. Mean green. Oh, I was thinking two lane. Yeah. Yes, the mean green. Uh, but she is a softball pitcher, faced 21 batters, had 21 Ks. Perfect game. Wow. 
That's a that's an immaculate game almost. Oh, just about. Huh. Yeah. Pretty wow. Cool. Uh, I I didn't know you were talking about University of North Texas. So. Oh, you just thought I was talking about the region of North Texas. <laughs> yes, yeah, which is why. Handle. That's why I liked Rowdy's answer. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what was his answer? It's Worthless? Worst, worst, worst place, worst on, place earth. on earth. <laughs> <laughs> Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sportssportssportspod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday. Come thick or thin. Come hell or high water, Super we'll be here. Thin. Where we will Super ask, how, how about some sports? How about it? Yeah.